Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Connor Hogan, PhD. You're welcome to The Doc Connor Show. Here are 10 everyday things killing, yes, killing your confidence. Firstly, social media living. Now, don't get me wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with what you're doing right now, watching me. I mean, far from anything wrong happening, I'm really happy and delighted, in fact, that you're watching this video and do watch it to the end. This is social media living. This is YouTube. This is a video for you, for me to best communicate with you about how you need to improve. And we're talking about things that could kill your confidence. And in killing your confidence, too much social media is going to do that. It's living with social media. How many times that people have told me over and over about disappointment in their lives in comparison to the people that they see on social media. I remember one particular gentleman, a young man in his early 20s who came to see me and he spoke about how basically he had no friends and he gamed all the time. He used gaming as a way to communicate with people and essentially he was online very often. I mean hours and hours a day and the same guy was not actually working. He was out of habit, out of any type of habit. Of course, his parents who, well, he was living at home in the home house, his parents thought he was just doing the modern thing. He was working perhaps online or doing something very productive. But in fact, he was gaming and he was using social media as a way to actually communicate with people also. But then after a while, he gave up social media and he retreated into the whole gaming world. Essentially, that was it, gaming, gaming, gaming. And initially, he started gaming, just gaming on his own, just as a one-to-one -one thing with a the computer. Then he decided to do online gaming, where he was gaming with others, and he was getting to know other people, but he wasn't really knowing them because he hadn't met them in real life. So too much social media living is no good either. If you are doing that, you're killing your chances of getting out there and meeting people. Being with people is the most natural way of living. And with that organic interrelationship of being with and around people, being challenged by people, making a fool of yourself, being made a fool of now and then, it's very good for you because you need to adapt and react to social living and social situations. Social media, in fact, this living, this habit is going to crease your whole being socially, even in a small, very small crowd or within a relationship or a big crowd. So social media living is not a good thing for your confidence, nor is negative thinking. And in that particular example, social media is going to give you well, if you do a splurge online where you're actually just communicating via online means or only being online for entertainment purposes and looking at other people's posts and thinking that your life does not measure up to them, this is a form of negative thinking. But there's other, other negative thinking also that can creep in. Because if you start negative thinking just 
for the sake of negative thinking. You're not going to actually achieve anything. There is nothing good that comes out of negative thinking and confidence is a good thing. So by increasing your negativity towards yourself, you are actually decreasing your confidence. This is a thing that is going to be negative self-talk. Saying to yourself that you don't look good, saying to yourself that you don't feel good, is adding a lot of insult to already injury if you don't actually look good. If you are, for example, overweight or underweight, or if you don't feel good because of an illness that's already existing, if you then have negative, further negative self-talk, you're going to be pushed deeper into that hole of dismay. So when we look in the mirror and we wake up and criticize, for example, normal natural aging processes such as bags under our eyes or crinkles on our forehead, these are things that has happened through genetics or life or normal ups and downs of whatever is going on. And if we criticize ourselves and turn this into a further self-talk, a dislike of ourselves, that's a dislike of our past. If we've been compromised and put in negative situations that aren't our fault and we've had to react and react as positively as we could have in that given moment or time, then that's a positive characteristic now etched on our face that we should be reminded about and we should bear strength from for future occurrences of challenges towards ourselves. So this is a thing where we need to bring our character out and make our self-talk much more positive indeed. Perfectionism is another thing. Perfectionism can begin with this fantastic ambition to get somewhere, to achieve something. But getting and gaining something can be done without being having even this perfectionism mode within our mindsets. By having perfectionism, it gives us no particular green flag to go ahead because we are stopped even with the red flag before we become fluid in our motion of getting there. By getting there, we are actually getting nowhere because once we attain our aim in the first place, whether it's getting more money or whether it's actually attaining, achieving something such as winning a race, if we're not getting 100% of the money, 100% of the world record in the race, we are not perfection. If we are not perfection, therefore, we do not achieve that level of satisfaction. And by not achieving that level of satisfaction, we are going nowhere because we are just becoming negative towards our own confidence levels. If we win, well, that should be a win, simple. Try for the perfectionism and record another day. Giving our power to everyone else is absolutely crazy. It's ridiculous. It gives us nothing and puts us nowhere. So we need to change that. Giving our power to everyone else just doesn't make sense. It knocks our confidence. It makes us vulnerable to everybody else. And that means everybody who has any form of control in our lives is going to take away little bits of confidence one by one. One percent one day, one percent the next day, two percent suddenly is gone. And suddenly, day by day, it's been chipped away, being etched away. And then we are 
lacking confidence. So giving power to everyone else in our life is not good. We need to reclaim that power and get back to our own self so that confidence is our given right. Okay, we might have pressures in work. Our boss, our supervisor, our manager might actually be chipping away at our confidence. But once we come out of work and we do everything we need to do on that given day, nine to five, remember that's it, it's eight hours, we can then reclaim back our energies, our confidence, and we can get back into our own personal lives and we can begin to become confident again. Whatever we do to nourish ourselves to get back there is going to be a good thing. Another thing is when people feel they have nothing to add to the conversation. If you are one of those people, if you, for example, have confidence issues, or if it is that you are social media living, as mentioned before, then it's possible that you feel that you have nothing to add to the conversation. This is one that's quite regular, but it makes no sense. Everybody has something to give to the conversation. For one, if you do not converse, it doesn't mean to say that you're not giving something there. Your very presence is giving something there. For example, if a person comes in the door and wants to have a conversation within a group of only three people, a very small group, it doesn't mean to say that your presence, even though you're the quietest person in the room, does not stop one of the two people from saying everything they really want to say to the other person. And that might be a negative thing they want to say. It could also, of course, be a positive thing but your presence, just by, for example, sensing positivity and smiling, may bring that positivity out to the fore and yet stop any type of negative conversation going on. By listening and not talking is another thing. By listening and just nodding your head, you are giving to that conversation. So there's two parts of that conversation. It's not just the speaker, it's also the listener. So your confidence is aided by just being there in public, by being out there in a real world situation. Setting unrealistic expectation is another thing. If we set goals that are just really too far ahead, we need to then chop them back, chop them down to more attainable goals. Time spent on one goal at a time is a good one because if you only have a short-term goal then you will attain it much easier than a long-term goal so we must chop back on what we expect to achieve this thing like perfectionism that was mentioned already is another way of chopping back we need to get rid of all of these things before they bite us where the sun don't shine Saying yes to everything is a no-no. It just doesn't work. It's not sustainable. You cannot say yes to everything. If you are a yes person, you become disrespected by everybody. You can only say yes, perhaps to one person like your partner all the time. But even still, you'll be seen as a disrespectable person within yourself, towards yourself. Because everybody will know you as the person who just says yes all the time in that situation to that person. You're not standing up for what you feel. You need to stand up for what you feel if you're going to build your confidence. Facebook binging. I like Facebook. It's okay. It's good. It's a thing and a way, a place to communicate. Also, it's a place to have your products. It's a place to just put information out there, see what's happening, receive information. It's a tool. That's all it is. But if we use too much of our time on one tool, 
then we are binging, we are going crazy, we are obsessing about something, or we are leaning on something that is not going to give us a long-term confidence for ourselves. We need to cut back on that. We need to make sure that we are doing something more natural. And the last one is not breaking a sweat. A good workout, even a quick run, just getting the endorphins going will give us a sense of confidence that we need to heighten ourselves into in order to challenge ourselves within this world. So that's it. That's what we're talking about right now. How to get back those things that are killing our confidence. If you like this video, please subscribe. If you haven't already, please do. Thank you very much if you have. And until next time, have a wonderful day.